Star Wars 7x7 episode 883. I've got a Star Wars lightning trivia challenge on tap for you, and I'm playing Quizmaster for a special guest this episode. Punch it, Chewie. No traps, no moisture, no committees. Just rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedis. It's the Star Wars 7x7 podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and we're doing the trivia challenge a little bit differently this time. Instead of Quizmaster Joe giving me the questions, I am going to be quizzing somebody special who's in the studio here. It's Jim Terrell, and you've heard him on the podcast before. Every once in a while you hear him doing the intro, he's the one who says no moisture, no committees, etc., etc., and he's also one-third of the band The Midweeklings, and The Midweeklings are the folks that do the music that goes underneath our sponsor break particularly under the Audible commercials that you've been hearing recently. So, Jim, thank you so much for coming to the show. Oh, it's great to be here. I love what you're doing. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad to have you here. And Jim has kindly consented to take on the trivia challenge. Now, for those of you who are unfamiliar with it, here is the gist. I'm going to ask Jim as many original trilogy questions from the classic Star Wars Trivial Pursuit game as I can in five minutes. Jim is going to let the entire question be read out loud. He's not going to jump in early, so that way you can play along at home. And time is going to start when I start reading the first question. So, Jim, are you ready? I am as ready as I'm going to get. <laughs> All right, then let's do it. All right. Who, according to C-3PO, has been known to make mistakes from time to time? That would be R2-D2, uh, beginning of Empire Strikes Back, I think. Correct, exactly. What vehicle's armor is too strong for standard blasters to penetrate? Oh... Uh... Boy, I missed the beginning of this question. Is it a Star Destroyer? No, no. Ah. That would be an Imperial Walker or an Adda. Sure, okay. Mm -hmm. Same movie, though. All right, okay. Um, what did Luke refuse to do, prompting Obi-Wan to remark, then the Emperor has already won? Oh, boy. Um, and this would be in Return of the Jedi. I remember it, yeah, I... Uh, this isn't right. I'm going to say confront Vader. You're very close. It's kill his father, which is oh, Vader. Wow. So you're okay. right okay. there. What planet's moon was almost destroyed by the first Death Star? That would have been a moon of Yavin. That's right. Yavin 4? Yeah, right. that's exactly the one. You're getting extra credit for some All right. getting the extra. <laughs> I think I'm going to give you the other one then, too, for that. Um, who reassembled C-3PO during the Millennium Falcon's escape from Cloud City? Yep. Chewbacca, you did a terrible job. No, 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 wait, ah. hear, the, hear, hear the question again. Okay. Who reassembled C-3PO during the Millennium Falcon's escape from Cloud City? So he was on the Falcon, this wasn't in Cloud City, it was when the Falcon was flying away. Right, so he was on, okay, so he was in pieces, his assembly had not gone well. Um... I mean, it had to have been R2-D2. That's right. That's right. What character's costume was made of yak fur and mohair? Chewbacca? That's right. Uh-huh. You got it. See, I was inclined to guess that there was a Tauntaun, but that's not really a character. No, right? not exactly. No, yeah. but that would have been a good guess, too. All right. Um, who does Luke signal with a salute while standing on a plank over the Sarlacc pit? 
R2-D2. That's right. Who? And there's a lot of signals in that sequence, though. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Like, winks and nods and... <laughs> right. Yeah, it's like... It's amazing that they didn't pick up on it. Like, the you know, the weak ways and the nictos or whatever. Oh. Like, why are they winking and nodding at each yeah, other? It was kind of a giveaway. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Maybe it was like in, you know... Like, it wouldn't translate across species. <laughs> like, you know, the weak ways are not winking at each other. They don't know what that means. Yeah, okay. Um... Who got Luke's X-Wing ready for takeoff during the evacuation of Hoth? Luke's X-Wing. Um, R2-D2 again? Yeah, we're getting a... We're running into a heavy swath of R2-D2 questions, yeah. strangely. Um, what were Leia's first two words after Luke revealed the secrets of their familial relationship? Leia's first two words. I know. Yep, that's right. All right. <laughs> what object's discovery prompted the evacuation of the Hoth base? It's a slightly tougher one. Wait a minute. What object's discovery? Oh, okay. So, yeah. You could answer this a couple of ways, actually. What object's discovery prompted the evacuation of the Hoth base? Oh, boy. Um, you know, the, the first kind of alert was the Imperial probe droid, but it was probably an Imperial walker that actually caused people to panic. Um, it was actually the Imperial probe they, they, the Before the ground assault? Yeah, yeah, wow. they actually were starting to like get where I looked like um, that the Imperials discovered the power generators, but oh, that's yeah. a little too further yeah. back. Yeah, the, right. the probe droid I would go with. Um, ooh, this is a ring piece holding in its hands. It must have been some sort of a club. Oh my gosh, I'm going to stop you right there because that is the answer, a club. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a club. Yeah, I remember it like thwacking that other piece. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nicely done. Um, whose last line in The Empire Strikes Back is, You did it! C-3PO. That is correct. Uh, R2-D2 fixed the hyperdrive. Yep, exactly yeah. right. Who does Vader inform... When I left you, I was but the learner. Now I am the master. He told that to Obi-Wan Kenobi in A New Hope. That is correct. And we have hit our time limit at five minutes is up. How did I do? We're going to total up the scores and let you know how you did and let everybody listening, everybody listening know how you did after the break. So stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com SW7X7. All right, we're back, and Scorekeeper Declan also off on this particular situation, so I get to be your scorekeeper here as well. Jim got 12 out of 13 right. I'm giving him credit for that one as well because he gave all the extra credit additional information on those other answers. So I think it's a solid 12 out of 13. Very well done. Very all well right. done. <laughs> well, better than expected. So, so tell me about the midweeklings and how you decided, well, you know, let's you know dig into the Cantina song. You know, we're we're kind of a folk trio, and I'm always looking for songs that we can kind of adapt 
to our style. Mm-hmm. The things that have that kind of like one five jaunt, do dap, do dap, do dap, do dap. And uh, as soon as I started thinking about these things, the Cantina song from Star Wars came immediately to mind. I had a 45 when I was a kid of the John Williams Star Wars theme mm-hmm. and the Cantina Band song was the second side oh, nice. of the 45. So I listened to it a ton when I was a kid. Uh, very formative to my musical aspirations. <laughs> it's so funny that it would work out that way too because the the genesis of it being that John Williams thought, you know, what if aliens found Benny Goodman's music and tried to adapt it or tried to right. deal with it in their own style? And that's exactly what you were doing with it with your folk trio as well. Yeah, sort of adapting it to our own purpose. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So what type of Star Wars music do you particularly enjoy? Like, do you like, you know, the symphonic stuff of Williams? Do you, you know, are you a big Miko disco Star Wars fan? Or <laughs> I've heard it. Not so much. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot to learn from Williams, and it uh, maybe if I if I go back to a lot of classical composers, I might find these things already. But the way he involves themes mm-hmm. and touches on those themes in in subtle ways, uh, it, there's there's a entire musical story being told there. Uh, and every time I watch the movies, uh, even still, there's something to be learned from just listening to the music. Absolutely. And there's a, a podcast out there, and if you don't listen to this, then it's absolutely worth checking out. It's called Star Wars Oxygen. It's on the Rebel Force Radio Network. And their main Rebel Force Radio host, Jimmy Macker, one of their main co-hosts, along with David W. Collins, they do analyses of the different tracks. They, and they've worked through... Um, I think they've gone through all seven movies at this point now because right. they had to double back on Revenge of the Sith because they had been starting it and then The Force Awakens came out and they did number stuff. But the stuff that you're talking about, you know, theme and how it affects the story and, and all of that, that's very prominently part of the discussion that they get into. And they really do like incredible deep dive analyses of, of that as well. So the name of the podcast again? Is Star Wars Oxygen. So if you look for Rebel Force Radio on your favorite podcast app, whatever that may be, um, they have other podcasts that come out every so often, like uh, their regular Rebel Force Radio. Um, uh, Rebels Declassified is their Star Wars Rebels cartoon series um, show one. And then about every month or so, they do the um, Star Wars Oxygen one. So they have like 30-odd episodes of that or so. Well, definitely check them out. Excellent. So... What would you say if there's you know one other piece in Star Wars like that you might next decide to cover with the midweeklings? Do you have one in mind? That's that's tough. I uh, and I have to say this is an influence of your podcast. That asteroid theme uh. is just enchanting, especially the way that it's done mm-hmm. by uh, who who did that version. You know what? I'm gonna have to look it up because honestly, it's been so long. I forget. I know you've been I using don't... it forever, and it's just so awesome. I know. I it should have it off the top of my head, but I'm going to find it out really quick. Um, but for listening to Star Wars seven by seven, and you know all the stuff about joining Patreon and all that good stuff, Ron oh, okay. Carter. And, yeah, I like the, the Bossa Nova vibe of that. That's fantastic. And I would love hearing that. So, um, I'm not sure if the Midweeklings have musical performances, and Jim is performing in um, in dueling piano situations a year, right? Yeah, I'm, I've got a... Yeah, I mean, I'm very involved in as many different... Listen to your own music. Where would they go to find you? Well, my website is uh, jimterrell.net. Midweeklings can be found at themidweeklings.com. 
or you can search on SoundCloud or YouTube in the blog post for the show's episode at SW7x7.com. Jim, thank you so much for coming on the show. Side after listening to so many episodes, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. I love what you're doing. Thank you for playing along. Hopefully you did as well, if not better, than Jim in the Trivia Challenge, and we will catch you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you force choke your captain, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not an apology, it's destiny unleashed. Podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox. It is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.